Y'all ready for MILF? Hey, it's Kate. Tom's over there. Hi. And, uh, you know, I think we're just going to do it. I think we're just going to pull the trigger. We're going to just go ahead and call this one episode one. Yep. Finally. After all that teasing. Well, it's a lot of teasing to deliver something that will be uncannily similar <laughs> to the teases. Yeah. I, I will not go so far as to say that what we plan on doing tonight is any different. It is like if sexually someone was teasing you and then they gave you a very small orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's the thing, though, is that we really tried to make this a podcast that was able to last more than 20 minutes per episode. Yeah. We also... We're very much interested in being sincere for a second. We could Until not we do hurt it. Ourselves. For we could not do one it. Second. We hurt ourselves on a recording and we said this is insufferable. We tried to talk about the real issues and <laughs> who is being naughty to who. Yeah, we were watching Dances with Wolves and really attempting to engage with it in a way that was both incredibly sensitive and and thoughtful and let us be funny. And actually, we found out it's kind of one or the other. <laughs> <laughs> Even then, that's generous, but certainly not both. Yeah. All right, so welcome to MILF. We are not fixing Dances with Wolves. What we are fixing today is the equally estimable Brookback Mountain. Mm -hmm. Yes. Kate. Brookback. Yes. I I love this movie. This movie is so fucking good. There's so little to this fix. This is genuinely so good. I know. I know. It was genuinely, and, and that's the thing. Maybe that's the problem is that with Dances with Wolves, there was just too much too material. Much. And here, maybe, maybe here we can be a little bit more sincere by starting with just the truth that this movie rules. That this movie it's is so, so underrated. It makes me so sad that it was just a punchline for so long and that at best it was regarded as like maybe Titanic quality as like something kind of cheesy but with like a little yeah. bit of a, a real heart to it. No, it is just a mm -hmm. fucking amazing movie. Oh my God. The writing's beautiful. Obviously the direction is near perfect and Dude, those performances. Amazing. Get out of here. Get out of here. Unreal. And I think that there is something to be said about the fact that that relationship or th that dynamic between those two actors has not been like called out as like, you know, inherently problematic given their straightness. And I think it might be because of how good they are. Yeah, it's a little bit because it's like older. And so it's like... It was from a time when that was just so commonplace anyways. But I also think you're right. It's also because they are fucking good. They're both so crushable. They both seem so into each other and they seem so sweet together. Yeah. Oh. Quite, quite handsome, these lads. Yeah, that's one <laughs> thing I'd like to fix is uh, stop making me blush so hard, you two. Well, because the thing is, they are both so handsome that... If you are stuck alone on a mountain, it's like, well, of course you're going to. Who among us? Fuck. Like mm -hmm. if one of them was just a little uglier, I think it would feel a little bit more like they're a little more transgressive, a little bit more like. Yeah. yeah like they're really in love. So right <laughs> off the bat, there's one fix. 
Yeah. Don't make the sexual chemistry so obvious and undeniable. Yeah. <laughs> make it seem like a little bit of a reach. Like they do have to make a choice in the matter. Yeah. Like maybe <laughs> when he goes to spit on his hand, he misses and just like, spits like on the guy's arm or something just a, yeah, a little bit a little of a awkward. flub yeah well actually that is that is on my list of things i would like to fix i really wish jack had brought lube and i think that if he had <laughs> i think that just one little tweak could have changed a lot yeah well you can do so much more with lube i think than spit it comes in fun flavors and just you know in terms of survival you know, you got a gear you need to, you know, kind of loosen. Well, also, there's that whole plot line where they're kind of like stuck eating beans, stuck eating beans. Okay. Yeah. Have you tried strawberry flavored lube? Because yeah. that might. It's <laughs> like, I'll stick to beans. He's like, all right, well, I got a whole tube of strawberry flavored lube over here. If you <laughs> wind up with a hanker. interested. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's the thing is that we are engaging with a very sexual text and it turns out that um, that stuff's scary. We've got actually, we got a lot of minefields to kind of navigate. Yeah, sex is very scary. Sex is terrifying. Okay, well, okay. Here's a big suggestion. Can we make the sex less scary? Okay, ways to make sex less scary. Yes. Sex is inherently terrifying. We all know this. Oh, okay, I have a great one. Ready? Let mom be there. <laughs> Let mom watch. <laughs> mom, it's like first day of school. <laughs> yeah, just hold my hand until I get inside. <laughs> oh, oh, that's a perfect one, actually. I have a big fix. Mm-hmm. I thought about this one a lot. And this is like next level shit. We're like pretty much tipping our hand early on this to show like how much we know about this. So the number one problem with this movie is it makes me cry too much. Yeah. It's too it make me cry too much. sad and real. Now, a rookie, if they go to fix this, they say, well, let's give it a happy ending, right? No, we cannot affect the movie's authenticity. Mm-hmm. So I thought hard about this. Here is what I think we can do. At around the start of the third act, when things really get despondent and you realize like Mm -hmm. this is not going to have a storybook ending, picture in picture, you just have a second movie playing in in the corner for just a little bit of relief. Yeah. It's still authentic to the movie. You get the real, it's, it's as the author intended, it's as the screenwriter intended. But if you are getting too sad, you can see like, you know, Looney Tunes, How I Spent My Summer Vacation or something for just a minute before you dive back in. A visual safe space. Yes, and, and no audio even, just maybe subtitles if, if it's necessary. So it's really not even intruding. You'll still hear the audio of Brokeback Mountain. There's not really an option in that one. Yeah, this is another thing. The lower right corner of the screen, in terms of like mise-en-scene, mm-hmm. is very rarely used at all. Almost nothing important is ever going on down there anyways. So you're hardly losing anything to just have more is more. Little square of cartoon. More is more. Um yeah. I have I have something I'd like to fix. 
Those bloodstains on that shirt. Get some Tide. <laughs> Guys, yeah. that's dirty. And it's been dirty for like decades. It's yeah. really settled in now. There's but no- the blood is so old. You got to get it in cold water immediately. And even then it's, even then it's any man's yeah. game. Because even if you say, say dabbed at it with a cold, mm-hmm. you know, cold water and a paper towel or something to sort of get the blood out. Keep the paper towel. Then you still have the memento. You can still. Yeah, this is the paper towel that has the blood that I soaked. Actually, it'd be an even more tender memory because it would be me me resolving and solving that and kind of coming back. Yeah, no, I think that that would be really beautiful. That being said, if I had a nickel for every time someone told me to dab something, I'd have enough money to pay them to fuck off. (laughs) I'm so tired of people thinking I don't know what I should be doing. I know I should be dabbing, but everything in me is telling me to rub furiously. And I don't want to deny that animal instinct. (laughs) And you know what? Angley wouldn't want me either. Yeah. This is not a movie about curbing instincts. No. That's for sure. This is a movie about being true to yourself, even if you can only do it in the most private of spaces with someone who makes you feel safe. I hope that I am the Jake Gyllenhaal to your shirt rubbing Heath Ledger. I'm not trying to erase the memory. Yeah. You know, I spilled that grape juice. Okay. I was dugging too hard in the That's living who room. I, am. I spilled the grape juice. Okay. <laughs> I didn't expect the rug to be so loose on the wood floor. Uh, I thought it would have a little bit more hold. Yeah. Even when you get the no slip pads, those are not as non-slip as they would seem if you are dugging as hard as, yeah, as As hard as I know you can. So, yeah. Yeah. So that grape juice stain, that brings me right back to being 25, you know? 25, (laughs) dugging alone in my apartment with my glass of grape juice. You know, it wouldn't have been so bad if I'd had like some ice in it, but it was just like a huge glass filled to the brim of like kind of warm grape juice. (laughs) (laughs) One thing I'd say, one of my major fixes actually is the fact that I'm not dating Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, if we could just somehow make it so that (laughs) Kate is having sex with Jake. Wait, idea, idea, idea. Yes. On the bottom right side of the screen, what we're seeing is actually me and Jake fucking like rabbits. (laughs) Now, (laughs) that will send a weird message because... (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Ultimately, it will be the choice. Are you comfortable looking at these people fall in love or would you rather break the immersion that this straight actor is in fact a gay man who is deeply in love by watching him have sex with? <laughs> I think the net result of these last couple ideas is that we know picture in picture is a gold mine here. We just don't know what goes in <laughs> the picture. You're right. That's what we're ultimately looking for is like, and when it comes to us, we'll know. We have the form. We need the content. Yes. Let's set that aside. Mm. I have another one. You were talking about the clothes. This is another, I would say, pretty advanced move. Uh, as advanced as the Dougie? Because that one's pretty <laughs> It's at hard. least as advanced as the Dougie. Yeah. <laughs> and like the Dougie, it's, it's one that can be as advanced as you want it to, really. I think that... In order to get this movie in like a more authentic way, 
into the current public eye. Like we want people to understand like this is absolutely a noteworthy movie. We should be talking about it even today. I think the way to do that is franchise. I have an idea. Okay. At the end, Heath Ledger opens up the door and inside you see a pair of clothes. Mm -hmm. Very important, right? Except it is no longer Jake Gyllenhaal's old clothes. It is the outfit of the Joker. Oh, that's really good. I'm going to be honest. I saw this playing out differently. Are you ready? Let me see your vision. Yes. Heath Ledger opens his closet and he sees two pairs of clothes. He pushes those aside and walks into the wardrobe. Narnia. Opening a port. It's it's Narnia. He's going to Narnia. Oh. And you know where Nar- what Narnia has? James McAvoy is Mr. Timmons. Is that his? Tubbins? Mr. 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 Two Pence, I think is. Uh, hey, Mr. I want to fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, who knows what the rules are in Narnia when it comes to sodomy? No one. Yeah, they they really skirt <laughs> over that in the. <laughs> yeah, there's a actually there are a lot of movies. If you pull back, you see they really don't address it. Yeah. Oh, I am realizing that what we have not addressed is that in this scenario, we are suggesting Heath go back in the closet. <laughs> No, that's the thing. That's what's so beautiful about it. We are saying like, what could be more on theme for this movie than to say like, no, don't go back into the closet. Go through the closet. (laughs) Oh, oh, that is good. Yeah. Wow. See, sometimes you make you make metaphors and you don't even you blow right by them. It takes kind of looping back. Yeah, you had to lap around on it. Very much like I do in the bottom right-hand corner with Jake. You know, sometimes you just got to lap around all over it. And eventually (laughs) you'll figure it out. (laughs) Yeah. I have one. I think it would be helpful if we knew for sure whether or not the bear that scares Heath Ledger is homophobic. Good question. Yeah. And when you don't answer it as a filmmaker, you make me ask boring questions. I'm kind of wondering, like, in a kind of crossover episode way, in a cinematic universe way, is this the bear from The Revenant? Is this brother bear? Because I kind of see those as three texts speaking to each other. I think even if that you just made the bear Baloo from Jungle Book, he's old enough that, like, that's going to tip it. You know what I mean? So, okay, so then I guess the real question then is, I want to hear what you say first. But I'm ready to pick the thing that we are taking from this screenplay and adding to ours. And I'm thrilled to share mine. I'm thrilled to hear yours. Yeah. I slightly forgot we were doing this. So you go first. (laughs) Okay. The thing that I want to take from this movie is the line, I wish I knew how to quit you. (laughs) Okay. I think that we've really let that movie own that line for a little bit. I think that we could really have a fun way. Share the wealth. Share the wealth. And there is a lot that can mean a lot of things. All right. I have one. I have one. It's very good. It's very smart. Foot rub in public. Yes. Take the shoes (laughs) off in the bar. Rub them digits. Honey, if I wasn't straight before. Yeah. (laughs) You can't tell me. (laughs) <laughs> that character's not a little straight the way he's feeling them footsies. <laughs> I, I guess it's the privilege of being as beautiful as Linda Cardellini. Because in what world? Imagine Tompkins walking into a bar. And being like, rub my feet. And not only that, you throw your leg up on top first. 
you know, you just, you intrude on their space and then say in a very sexy voice, foot rub. (laughs) So Tompkins, I think we pretty much nailed it. There was very little to fix in this one. And we still found clearly every way. You know that there's very little to fix because tonally you can really see how much we're reaching. And I I like that about this movie. I like that it made making jokes about it hard. Great for it, bad for us, but great for it. Bad for us, but great for it. Yeah. And that is why we do this, to make other shows look good and to make us look bad. Yes. Uh, I I have an earnest one. The music, I, I, the soundtrack's a little boring. That's just a real one. I think that's the one thing is that like the guitar sounds like a little overly produced and it's like almost all just that acoustic guitar, mm-hmm, but the mm-hmm. tone on it, it just feels like a little off. It feels almost like a pop acoustic guitar more than a country guitar. I say lean in. All ABBA. Yes. All ABBA. All ABBA. Think about how fun that would be. Yeah. And how much how much uh, sensitivity Ang Lee would bring to the table in making his groundbreaking gay <laughs> cowboy movie with a full ABBA, ABBA soundtrack. soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, he might get some heat for it, but when you're right, you're right. <laughs> God, could you imagine how depressing and disappointing it would be to be like oh my god i love the short story it's so heartfelt and so warm it's finally being made into a movie and then you hear "Ah, (laughs) ah, ah, ah." (laughs) she was a dancing queen (laughs) see look how much fun we're having with it already you know he missed out on an opportunity and that's the thing though what was it 2003 we didn't know back then no we don't blame him he couldn't have known, but we know. Mm-mm. We know. And that's why we're doing this project, Tompkins. Yes. We're here to be like, you know what you missed out on? Dancing Queen as a soundtrack. And if you think that, you know, if you disagree on that point or you think it's at the very least problematic to suggest that we put uh, anachronistically uh, one of the most stereotypically <laughs> gay soundtrack bands into this heartfelt Western just know this isn't the only movie we're going to be suggesting that for. Yeah. There are a lot of movies that could use the the ABBA treatment. It may come off a certain way because this is episode one. Yeah. But anything that sounds bad here, just trust us. It gets okay. <laughs> it gets, yeah, it gets whatever. It gets, it gets, you know, however it gets. <laughs> and that's our guarantee. Yes. <laughs> All right. Okay. This is a great first episode. Yeah. I look forward to doing at least one more with you. Oh, yeah. Let's plan on that. And until then. Keep, keep. Keep, keep milfing. Keep a be a cowboy. Bye. Bye.